You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. Welcome, Bing is for doing, and we're here doing the first episode in February, Woo! episode thirteen, called Union. He'll say February again. February. <laughs> February. <laughs> um, I like I, the little routine you were doing before with the hands. Come on. I know. I was excited. Woo! We're good. We're yeah. glad to be back. Revenge has been gone too long. I felt embarrassed when I first started watching. I was forgetting names. I was like, what's Victoria's name? <laughs> well, and, all these uh, people. <laughs> I know. But I'm glad. See, that's what happens when we take a break. We forget. But luckily, luckily, we got back into the swing of things. I, of course, am your host, Phil Svitek. Join alongside yet again. I'm Anna Koppel. Welcome. I'm Catherine Tulich. Welcome. Uh, I'm excited. Really good episode, I thought. Yeah. Solid. Solid episode. And uh, we thought we would see the boat sinking. Um, Don't know if that's a big spoiler alert. (laughs) They've been talking about it for months. (laughs) Yeah. What is this, Gossip Girl? Martin, what are you playing in there? I went for the spoiler alert, and it hit Gossip like Girl. A, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Rewind, do it again. So no, it I am not a gossipy alert. girl, Martin. Kind, Martin, for those of you who don't know, Martin is in the are. booth, and he's. I used to do Gossip Girl, too, by the way, so it's Martin's oh, joke on me. Thanks okay. a lot, Martin. All right. I will get my revenge on you. <laughs> revenge for real. Well, listen, I don't think it's a spoiler alert, because they've been teasing this. Uh, for, like, months? Yeah, pretty much since we started the show. Yes. So, if anything, it's a non-spoiler. It's a disappointment alert. Mm. Yeah. A letdown alert. That's we don't have a disappointment alert. We should get one. We should really get one. Yeah. Hype (laughs) alert. Hyping, hyping alert. A hype alert. (laughs) But um, I thought, I thought first off, just the way they they brought us back into, um, you know, we've been talking about the initiative a lot, and we we said, you know, we want the real story, and to give us that opening scene of Amanda and Jack's wedding as kids. That was a really nice way to start this this episode off. Yeah, that was. But. Before we get into the wedding, let's start with, <laughs> um, there's calling the kettle black. That was a Nolan joke to Padma. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, Nolan's kind of confused by his relationship with Padma, rightfully so. Well, exactly. Is she the real thing or not? I don't know. I'm still wondering. <laughs> do, it, do we believe her tonight? Well, do you? I don't know. You never know who to believe on this show. <laughs> You don't. I think um, I think Nolan's doing his investigation, and I think um, because of the father, he believes it. Um, and as he says, his love defies logic. And ultimately, I think, you know, I think she's coming clean in tonight's so. episode. You don't think it's a tactic just to get the, the whole um, carry-on thing that she knew that it wasn't complete? How would she have known if it was complete or not? I don't know. Did she give it? Did she? 
Did she know that it wasn't complete? Did, uh, the initiative could have. That's what I'm saying. Anna, your thoughts? Well, I think you should always only trust Emily. Maybe not only trust Emily, like she's the only person to be trusted. But in situations like this, yeah, I think you should definitely just take Emily's advice. If her advice is, listen, don't let her know that you know that's the advice he needs to follow. Which he didn't. Right, which he didn't, and mm-hmm. I think that's a mistake. Yeah, I mean, again, it, whenever Nolan is doing his revenge stuff, he's he's not the greatest leader in this. Yeah. Right. He's great at following orders, but... Um, so, I don't know, I get worried. I want him to find love, but then where does our friend EJ come in? Because we know he's a good guy. And he's yeah. coming back, right? I believe so. Okay. All right. So maybe when he finds out Padma's not... Who she says she is. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. At least EJ's like... been EJ's been truthful from the beginning, but then again, he uh, and I call him EJ even though he's Marco on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been truthful from the beginning, but um, he also hurt Nolan's feelings. Yeah, but I don't know. I just think with Padma, I mean that yes, she could be coming clean, but there's also that could have been that tactic of you know not here, let's go and talk somewhere else, and then you sort of pour your heart out, and uh, you get his trust even more. I don't know, you know, when she said that, you know, her feelings are real for him. I'm not too sure whether I believed her or not. Yeah. I'd be nice. Yeah, I'd be nice because Nolan deserves love. (laughs) Nolan does deserve love, but I think those things only work out in like teen movies, you know. Mm. This started as a setup, but then my feelings have to be real. (laughs) You know, that's the only time those. This is a a nighttime soap opera. (laughs) It, It could work out. Yeah, but I don't know. It only works out in like she's all that. But it's going to be like a. I mean, here's the, here's the good news slash bad news. However, if it ends up working out, it's going to be a Shakespearean tragedy, ultimately, where he's going to lose Padma. I predict if that is if she truly loves him. Now, if he, if she doesn't love him, then obviously we've got bigger issues. Not. So either one would be fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like. Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. That if she did love him, that she would maybe take him out of the office and be like, listen, I love you. And this is how it started out. Like, I've been set up. I need your help. What's this thing? What do we do? Yeah. Here's all the information I got. Take him down. Yeah. Because she sort of waited till she got caught out, right? Because basically Nolan said to her, you haven't been contacting your father, right? So she didn't exactly confess at first. Right. And I think that, I mean, she has to know that this is going to hurt him on some level. Mm. Maybe she doesn't understand the depth of it, but but why not at any point say, hey. Write a, write a note earlier? Like, yeah. hey, we need to, let's go out to dinner or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then at dinner tell him. They might be spending nights together. I mean, why not ever say, this is what uh, we're uh, into. That's, that's, I mean, that's a good point. I don't know. This well, show is so complicated. You just saying, never the jury's know. out on Padma. Is she good or is she not? <laughs> I think, I think, I'm hoping that this love defies logic. Oh. And it works out. I, I don't know. It's the hopeless romantic in me, especially with Valentine's Day coming up. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do you have a perfect gift for your Valentine yet, Phil? Uh, No. That would require a Valentine. But you guys, hey, why don't we get into this? If you, uh, I was going to save this for later, but, you know, uh, this is a good good time to do it. Um, Segway. <laughs> you know, if, if you guys are shopping for that very special one, why not go to the AfterBuzz store? 
Go to AfterBuzzTV.com. Click on that banner. Hey, your girl or guy has an iPad, a computer, anything like that. They need a cover for it. Why not get one with, you know, that has AfterBuzz? A shirt? It's been chilly out. Might need a hoodie. That's right. Yeah. Or if you're doing the dirty deed that night, nine months later, you got a kid, you got to get a onesie. (laughs) We have those. Really? Yeah. We got got AfterBuzz onesies. I got one for my niece. That's right. There's a photo now I just learned on the Twitter feed of my niece in the onesie. It's awesome. And uh, so, yeah, (laughs) you know, start planning now. You guys are going to have a romantic evening. Things wouldn't be happening. Now. You know, nine months later, you want to, you don't want to be buying this stuff. Buy it now. Be prepared. Anyway, AfterBuzzTV.com. Click on the merchandise store. Uh, I'm sure he or she will love it. And what a better way to spend Valentine's than watching AfterBuzz or listening to AfterBuzz. What a romantic evening. What a romantic evening. Curl up. <laughs> open a bottle of wine. And maybe we can live stream, like, us having yeah. Valentine's Day. Like, us as AfterBuzzers together. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. So sweet. Yeah. <sighs> I love that they're not speak its name. Aiden Emily. My gosh, this is tragic. Okay, first, before we say Aiden and Emily, while we're still kind of on Nolan... I can't believe Nolan and Aiden, I, Nolan had some part in the video with Aiden's sister. That, yes. that shocked me. Well, he in, found in, it, right? Is that what he... He, um, yeah, he, he, he got it to Emily and things like that. You know, I mean, in last week's episode, we knew that Emily and, and Nolan were working together. This we knew. Emily and Nolan were working together, yeah, but that... But he got that video from the initiative. Yeah. But Nolan had some part in that video and in tape or not tampering with it, but getting I mean, here, getting here's access to it. Right. That's what yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, it yeah. was that. And uh, here's here's what I would like to know. Did he did he know beforehand or not the fact that it was six years ago? No. Well, you think if he's good with video and all that metrics, whatever you need to know, he would have checked all that out. Wouldn't you? Uh, you would think so. Um, sometimes, sometimes even Nolan could miss. I don't, I don't know. That's, that's the question I'm asking myself though. Did he know that the video was dated six years ago? And if so, what ramifications that has on, you know, that friendship? Cause it, it, it didn't seem to play in that regard in terms of Aiden versus Nolan of, of that regard. It was more of like, oh my God, she actually is dead. And you know, what happened last week with Emily, that was not her fault. Yeah. Yeah. Because Aiden was pretty angry at Emily, so at least now he can't directly blame her because it wasn't a it result wasn't. of her actions. Yeah. Because if it happened six years ago, it certainly wasn't. And that's yeah. how easily they manipulate. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's, there's a, again, with that video, there's a few loose ends, especially on the Nolan front. Yeah. But, you know, maybe, maybe it was a deleted scene. Maybe it was a deleted line that we just didn't see. Yeah. We didn't need to. I don't know. Um... I mean, if you if you if you guys want, we could theorize this for the rest of the night. No, <laughs> no I mean, let's stop here. Let's fair just enough, Nolan. <laughs> um, you know, but obviously that leads to later on. Um, you know, where Aiden is looking at, you know, the warehouse or whatever the hell it is, and you know they're trying to find. I mean, it's just, it's a sad episode for for Aiden. Really, I mean, he's coming to terms with the fact that you know before it was. Um, it was like Schrodinger's cat, you know, until you really see the body. Is she dead or is she not? Um, and tonight, you know, he came face to face with the fact that, yes, she is dead. Yeah, and that was his whole motivation all along, believing that she was still alive. So now 
you know, he's got to find, as Emily was trying to prompt him, he's got to kind of find a new goal now, a new motivation to keep going. Yeah, he doesn't have, like, a reason to live right now. Not really. Or no reason to, yeah, his drive's gone. I mean, it's not there anymore. Yeah. And it's kind of, I mean, you know, it's interesting that you say Emily was the one telling him because Mm. Emily... She dealt with that, right, where she believed her father was dead, or at least, you know, while growing up, her father was uh, not dead, I'm sorry, alive. Mm. And then eventually, you know, she found out that he did die. And then for her, it was more finding out how he actually died. Yeah. It was the fact that he was not, he didn't die in prison, he was murdered. Yeah. So and, that, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying that's what she's sort of prompting Aiden to kind of move on. This is your next goal, right? Yeah. Find out more information about how she died. Or yeah. why she died. It's not a rescue anymore, it's a revenge. Exactly. So. <laughs> Very good. Um, go ahead. No, I just that Emily also first had to come to terms with the fact that her father was not a terrorist. And so I mean, she had to go through a lot of learning about her father yeah. after being separated from him. Yes. Um now again, it's what was what I really liked about the storyline was how humane it made Emily. Yes, the whole episode was very emotional for Emily in the sense that you know we. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's weird because again, speaking of that open the marriage, right? Mm-hmm. This is what she's always dreamed of. Yeah, as a little girl, and you know, there there goes Jack into Amanda's arms, and we'll talk about that obviously at greater length, but you know, and now. Uh, you know, Daniel, she loved and, she, you know, there, it's, there's obviously still a debate whether or not they were actually in love in the first season. Yeah. Right. Um, but now that at least she had Aiden and now Aiden's not there. Aiden's uh, back, though, I thought. Yeah, I think she's getting Aiden back, don't you? No, now she is. Yeah. But, you know, it was, it was very heartbreaking for her to, to have him walk away in that cemetery. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. She, she poured out her soul. Yeah. What I thought was interesting was in that scene, she looked very old. You know, Did she. You? I thought so. No, we. No, we. <laughs> <I mean> old. <laughs> as if it, all of this was weighing on what, her. You mean the weight? Yeah, you mean the, the like weight that. of it. Like yeah. her, her, her face was kind of very pale. Yeah. Did you, you know, right? Did you guys not kind of catch that? I mean, yeah, that's. Maybe I'm reading I, into it. Well, I get that. I got that feeling for the whole episode that she's really, you know, things are kind of, um, I feel like that that she's carrying all this now and that's like the ramifications of what she's lost and what she, you know, is it worth it all now in a way? She's losing so much. Yeah, but I don't I don't know that I saw her as old. Not old. I, I just know you mean like a weight ra- on the shoulders. There's a radiance yeah. to her, you know what I mean, which yeah. makes people fall in love with her. Yeah. And that radiance was not there, at least in that scene for me. Is that why she's losing all the boys now? <laughs> Could be. Okay. Her radiance is just not just, showing. Just not there anymore. <laughs> but, um, but I'm glad. I mean, you know, it's kind of whatever you want to call it in terms of hokey. But you know, when he when he gets when Aiden gets up on that mountain or cliff and he mm. looks down, like I, I that was a really beautiful moment. Yes, why am I talking about beautiful moments of guys? Phil, I adore you. I really do. Valentine's Day, people. It's coming up. It's getting a little soppy. No, but, you know, that's the moment when she needed. You know what I mean? We all, throughout this journey of of Emily's, and and Aiden's too, they just need simple signs of, you know what, this is the reason to keep going. And Aiden needed that, which Emily gave him, and... 
now she now he's doing the favor back. And, and I really felt like having to experience that Jack getting married. That I did feel the fact that Aiden was there. She, you do feel like, well, she's still got somebody. Yes, that's kind of on her side, and that she can bond with. And yeah. Well, I, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no. I, I actually think that Daniel is also still really on her side, and I think that his cutting ties with her was actually oh, yeah. protecting her because it was when Victoria said, you know, this is going to hurt everybody you love, mm-hmm. including Emily Thorne. And I think that's when he made that call, and and yeah. I, I think he's absolutely just protecting her and that he still loves oh, her Oh, no very doubt, much. but I don't think she knows that at this point. Right. She? Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt that was he did that deliberately to protect her. Of course he did. Right. Yeah, which shows he very much still cares for her a lot. Well, uh, we we always I, we always bring up the quote from the beginning, and I forgot to do that today, so might as well bring it in now. In its purest form, a union becomes part of our very essence. Um, but when that bond is broken, um, our essence is forever changed. So, the question I want to ask you guys, who is the perfect man for Emily? <laughs> because, well, is it, is it Aiden? Because obviously he's kind of the most like her. Jack, and knows the truth and knows the mo- most about her. That's right. Mm-hmm. Jack, obviously her childhood love. And Daniel, now, especially with the flashback scenes with Victoria, is most like David Clark in that he's an innocent man. Yeah. With a good-natured heart who just... I mean, Daniel, poor, this poor guy. So, in your guys' opinion, perfect man for Emily. Who is she spending Valentine's Day with? Okay. Um, I'm going for um, Aiden number one, actually, because I do think he he knows her the best. He knows her history. I think Jack number two, because I think there's a sentimental connection there and it's a childhood connection, but there's so much about Jack Jack, that, that... that he doesn't really know her. I mean, in fact, he doesn't know her anymore. Um, so there's a whole gap there that they'd have to get to know each other again. So is he still the perfect man? Yes, from her childhood, yes. And Daniel, I think poor old Daniel, no. I don't no. think he's really up to her. Daniel has no one. <laughs> no, I don't think he's really Emily's match at all. <laughs> okay, well, I think Aiden, number one, I think that she can actually be herself around mm. her. Around her, around him. Yeah. Um, he's called her Amanda in the past, which I think was like a really tender moment. Mm-hmm. You know, now I'm with the tender moments. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she can actually be herself. And I think that they really understand each other. And I think it's so important in a relationship to really understand each other. And, and they do. And I think that's, mm. I think Daniel number two. I think Daniel number two, if he's not with Grace and Global, if he's not with his parents, if he sort of detaches from his parents, because I think they actually do come from a similar background, okay. um, a, a similar echelon of life, let's say. Okay. Uh, whereas Jack, yeah, they were childhood friends and whatever, but there was, yeah, this huge gap of time where they just really don't know each other. And now I think Jack's just kind of like a good old boy and, you know, and and blue collar and and a nice guy, but yeah. I think really would never be able to, like, step into Emily's world. Hmm. Yeah. So. It's true. All right. Well, I'm going to go. Did you with, have an opinion? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay, I'll, great. I'll say Aiden because. So we uh, all for Aiden. Yeah. I know. Well, you know, later on they talk about, you know, um, a union needs to f- form, like, perfection or what I forget the exact quote. Um 
And so together they are the perfect revenge couple. Now, Daniel, for me, second, um, only because, you know, I think I think she could love him. I think, you know, there's parts of him that remind her of, you know, her own father and stuff like that. But ultimately, I think Daniel's role in the grand scheme of revenge, however many seasons, which I hope it's eight, he's <laughs> going to be a pawn. He's going to be, he's, he's the lamb that's going to be sacrificed. And every week, mm. you know, they're, they're toying with Daniel as if he's the sacrificial lamb and he's not going to die. Until that very end. You think they rise. You know? Because that's, that's his role, I think. Yeah. So and poor old Jack gets third again. That's right. And I think, I think yeah. here's the thing. I think he's going to love Emily. He's going to f- somehow find out the truth. And in order to save her, he's going to be like, take me. Whatever. Hey, Daniel? <laughs> Daniel, oh. yes. Oh. I know. Poor Daniel. Oh. But I, I don't know. Right? I, I, I sort of still go, I think that sentimentality and that childhood love I don't think that's disappeared from Emily to Jack. I mean, that's the thing. That's why I it hasn't. But 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 the the distance between them ha- continues to grow. Mm. But and I also think that there's something. I think she romanticizes it, and I yeah, we all do the same thing. You know, we romanticize a memory. But I think that if they were to actually try to be in a relationship together. That it wouldn't work now at this point. Do you think he's life. actually better suited to fake Amanda because they sort of are more the same blue collar, whatever? I don't know. What, you know, you mean not that sort of? Do you think they're actually a better match? Uh, no, only because she is living a lie. Yeah. Well, apart from that. <laughs> but but he, he refuses to tell her stuff too. So they're they, you know they're they're perfect. For yeah, but like, at least she knows who he is. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's kind of talk. Let's talk about them. If, um, obviously, we're left with from la- from whatever weeks ago. Conrad owns half the bar, and he's got you know. And <laughs> why would you trust Conrad? <sighs> How quickly Conrad was you know went from oh I'm going to save this oh wait we can build a casino that sounds great yeah. too yes <laughs> yeah um and I you know. Again, the, I love how the, just the deals change so fast. You know, eventually Amanda Amanda obviously gets money from Emily and goes to Jack about it, and Jack proposes. Oh, the deals changed. Oh, how quickly the deals change for Conrad. <laughs> yeah. You know, I I feel bad. Like, why why would you trust these people? You know, and I, I get, and it just goes to show how how far their backs against the wall. You know, at the point that they were because of the Rhines. But yeah, and why wouldn't they have gone to Emily for help? She was preoccupied at the time. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many. You know, do do you think? J- well, obviously, from tonight's episode, we got Jack doesn't like when his friends being in debt to his friends. Right. He'd rather be in debt to his enemies. As <laughs> yeah, that's much smarter. <laughs> truly is, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I does it come just from pride? Yes. Okay. Foolish yeah. pride. Foolish pride. I mean, you know, at at the time, at least, you know, he was doing it because he knew Conrad has something to gain, which he thought they were aligned. But mm. um, at the very least, you know, it, it benefited Conrad. And so, therefore, he's not just uh, a charity case. Well, yeah. I don't know. I, I think, like, I understand the sort of macho pride to an extent. But, I mean, you're in jail. Your family's in jeopardy. Your your bar is in jeopardy. Your business, you know. I mean, they were in like serious trouble. I think and at that point, it's okay to make a call to your friends. Like, 
But maybe he just saw Conrad was a powerful person that could get him out of that, no matter what the deal was. You know, you don't get in bed with the Graysons. I mean, it's, oh, no, you don't. You know, but I mean, I mean, at the time, I get, maybe he thought he didn't have much choice. <laughs> well, it, uh, I mean, he did get him out of jail, and I mean, Grayson did. Yeah, but help. He did. I mean, th- think of how happy Jack was up until the moment he found out that Conrad was basically going to build this casino, right? Yeah. Look at him. He's shaved. The, yeah. the, the weight up is off his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, no. He was look. There was a, you know. Uh, I thought he shaved because he was going to get married. Well, that too. But, <laughs> but he can now get married because of that. Yeah. You know, whereas before, like, he couldn't get married. Are you? No, he didn't have... You know, there was bigger stuff to worry about. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. But obviously, here's, in terms of that whole storyline, um, well, do we want to talk about the wedding real fast? Yeah. Sure. The pipe cleaner. Great. Aww. Great touch by Emily. Yeah. But also very heartbreaking. I thought that was, you know. It was very sad. And then, you know, I, that, there was a moment where I thought, not that it was going to happen, that um, Amanda, fake Amanda, was going to go, I love you, you know, you're the best man, but I can't do it. I have to tell you the truth. But, of course, that wasn't going to happen. No way. <laughs> I can't marry you. <laughs> I thought something like that could have happened. And, I know. Yeah. She did say, I don't deserve you. Yeah, right. Which That's is really the most subtle clean. way of. That's really coming clean, right? Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the wedding? By the way, Nolan. Yeah, wait, what? Oh, wait, when did he learn to become... Do you call it justice of a peace here? What do you call it here? When someone can marry... Uh, what, we call had, it legally... We call so, it a JP in Australia, but I don't well, know. Well, yeah, we have justice of the peace, yeah? but that's not what he was doing. He's he's not a justice of the peace. He was officiating. He's and, a minister, for lack of a better term. <laughs> he's not a minister. He he. Martin, what do you call the person who oversees a wedding? Well, well, well it can it le- depends on where you are, but well, it's an officiant. Okay, it's, it's an officiant. Okay. 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 Or, yeah, Martin. justice of the peace. Just, it right. is justice. Okay. Clearly, clearly, marriage is right on my mind. <laughs> he got <laughs> with Valentine's coming up. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't put it past you, Phil. He brought up engagement rings. He's like, I wish this was an engagement ring before we got on the air. Remember? Huh? You're in you, for a surprise uh, at the end of the episode. On oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, inside joke, everybody. He. Okay. <laughs> He, you can get officiated online. Yeah, these I know days. that. In the, yes, I yeah. know that. So, so, so no, Whatever, I mean, who cares? Just maybe they couldn't afford another extra or another speaking part. Yeah, honestly, you know? yeah. You know, they would have to pay someone. I mean, right? If you speak, you get higher wage. You yeah, I mean, that, that's right. a lot of lines, huh? No, that's right. <laughs> you so. can't just bring in a stranger now to do it. It had to be someone that was already there. Yeah, and I think you know, I mean, us as audience members found it really <laughs> hilarious that again, no one's delivering this. Yeah, and at the end, he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, no, gay! I got to finish." Yeah, then you kiss. <laughs> So I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. Um, but the pipe clean... Did, by the way, did, did he ever have the bow? Right? Yeah, he, he said, had that with him. But he didn't have it on his neck. No, he's had it in his pocket. Yeah, he never but put he, it on. Jack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How romantic is that? You got to uh-huh. take it out and put it on. Um, yeah, well, I thought it was a little bit tragic. I mean, Amanda was wearing the... Or faux Amanda was wearing the, the seashell glass necklace that... Jack had made that they gotten the sea the sea glass, the seashell glass, the sea glass necklace. Yeah, she sells seashells by yeah. the seashell. Yeah, I'm using I'm using words tonight. Uh, the sea glass that they had gathered when they were kids. He and then he made the sea glass into a necklace. 
it's not really it's not really meant for her you know and there she is that whole marriage isn't meant for her her marriage isn't meant for her either yeah there she is wearing it to her her fake marriage her real marriage not meant for her yeah it's just it was a little tragic yeah it was and uh, the, the the bigger tragedy for me is that a man Amanda went to Conrad, and now Conrad knows of the that evidence. That was a huge mistake. Oh, she's not, she's not as smart as Emily, real Amanda. You know, I mean, that's not by a lot. In terms of uh, in terms of short term gains, that's a very was, very short term gain. That is going to really come back, and that was such a bad move. If Emily found out about that, she would have been. She hasn't yet, but obviously, she would be horrified. Yeah. All right, now a little bit. This is Emily's fault. And, Phil, you were going to talk about this. Yeah. Well, it's more of a cautionary tale for listeners. Like, listen, you know, just because you like to eat chocolate, don't make chocolate your <laughs> password or something like that. Make it something – or, like, instead of the, the – capitalize the C, if anything else, or make it like uh, what looks like a C in terms of numbers. Maybe use a three. Right. Three hocklet or whatever, right? right? right. Infinity. Put a one instead of an I. Make it uppercase. Yeah. I know. I mean, something. To someone that's so clever, why would you pick such a lame password? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that doesn't make I, I'd make it like the farthest thing. Like, I like... I like gum. <laughs> there you go. It's the most whatever <laughs> password you could think of. You know, use a password generator. I don't know. <laughs> right. Uh, Doesn't make sense. No. But uh, not really believable. Not really believable to no. the to the I, series. As just, clever as she is. Yeah, exactly. I just I just hate those moments of like, oh, let me think about this. Oh. There There's the go. infinity. Ooh, must oh. be. But she didn't even try double infinity. She knew straight away it was just infinity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we go along with it, but it's it's one of those pet peeves for me. Yeah, it was a convenient convenience for the story, but yeah, pretty and, lame. And, and it just it just irks me because it just ruins so many things. And Amanda, you are dumb. That yeah. action was so dumb. You know, and and all right. So let me ask you this: What obviously there's a ramification, but what is the ramification now that Conrad ha- it, it, he is well, targeting Amanda? Well, also wasn't it that Conrad was under the impression all this time it was the initiative doing this, and now she's kind of revealed that it's Amanda Clark behind a lot of all this, yes. weren't they? That's, yes, that, that's massive, massive. And that yeah. is, yeah, it's really given the game away. It's, I mean, he doesn't realize that he's got the wrong person, but he's given. She totally gave the game away. Because up to this, Conrad and Victoria thought all this, everything that had happened right. was orchestrated by the initiative. And now he that's knows a, it's not. That's a very good point. So let me follow up real fast, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I'm jumping to the end. Is it going to change what now Conrad thinks when he sees, you know, next episode that Helen is dead? Is he going to be against Victoria? Because obviously now Helen represents the initiative, and if mm-hmm. the initiative is, quote, at least part of it is dead, was that the right move? How is he going to view this? This is going to be insane. Well, I mean, it was still the right move because they were still threatening Daniel's life. So, yeah. I mean, as far as Victoria and Conrad are concerned, yes, that was still the right move. They still had to protect their son. So, well, from a, and she deserved it. Come on, she had it coming. Yeah, <laughs> oh, she did. She had it coming. But <laughs> what sucks is you would you would hope at the hands of Emily or uh, Aiden, yeah. you know, because now Aiden can't really. 
avenge anyone, neither can Emily, so... So there must be someone else coming in from the initiative if Helen's out. Like, I, can't, I can't imagine that's the last we've seen of the initiative. Well, I can't imagine, but at least it brings the story back to now, you know, as we've hoped, less of the initiative, more of the people. Yes, we have been hoping that. Yeah. yeah. But I remember the first time we saw that Daniel's office was bugged, there was, like, a, a team room, just a whole boardroom full mm. of people watching. So I'm saying is she's not the only one. I mean, there's going to be more coming. Right, yeah. So who knows? How do I sign up for this initiative? I just want to, you know, it <laughs> seems like seems like terrible fun. That's the best way I'll describe it. <laughs> you know, granted you have to kill people, but you know. Oh yeah, small thing, right. <laughs> Destroy the world, who cares? <laughs> um, but getting back to the, uh, the Conrad and Amanda thing, you know, uh, obviously it's a by he knows who to target, which is obviously Jack, Declan. Heck, you have the kid Carl. Mm. You know, I mean, you, you want to dangle something, you know, with a carrot in front of everybody. Just the kid, take the kid, threaten the kid's life, give him like a poison or something, anything. You know, yeah. that'll get people going. Um. So yeah, and obviously, um. It's, it sets up what will be next week for the boat explosion because now our man, you know, Nate Ryan. It's on I mean, the boat. Yeah, I mean, this guy's crazy. <laughs> His shackles got unleashed and now he's on, you know. First of all, you think he's going to kill, he's going to blow up the boat while he's on it? Well, that would, he has make to have an no, that would be stupid, but. He's not a suicide bomber. <laughs> so he has to have an escape route. Yes. It kind of looked like Emily was on the boat. Well, she will be. How does she? I don't understand how this is going to happen. We'll find out. We'll predict that. But um, you could tell how you know, like even Conrad knows this is a recipe for disaster because, as he says, we never talked, and he said it in such a way that was like, I know, I don't even know what you're going to do. Like there's, there's like some people that are just going to kill people, but like Nate Ryan just has this look in his eye, like he's going to do, he's going to blow up a boat. Yeah, that's what he's going to do. Yeah, um, but even Conrad is scared of that. So, uh, just Amanda, I'm so mad because because it's it's less about the stupidity of Amanda, but it's now more of the consequences for Emily because now she has to pick up the pieces, and that's what makes me upset. It's not dumb. Amanda can be dumb. Amanda as long as it only affects her, and if it affects Jack and Declan, fine. Mm. But if it affects Emily, that's where I get really mad. So. Just backing up a little bit, though, um, did Emily know that Amanda knew where all her stuff was? I don't know. I mean, because I was thinking, if she, but then that's another dumb move. If she knew yeah. that she was that she knew where the doubled infinity box was in her computer, she should have put it in another spot. Yeah, well, she was living there for a while. Or do you think she didn't know that she knew where it was? No, I mean, I'm saying Amanda was living mm. there for a while, so she had to. Have... Yeah, I think. Here's what I think it is. I think, um, and you guys can let me know if you guys think I'm right or wrong, but I think Emily trusted Amanda, or at least in the moments that she needed her help, she let her know some things that she might have not, should have not at the moment, and now it's coming to bite her, and there was her mistake. There was Emily's mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And Amanda should have gone to Emily, not taken action herself. She should have said, okay, what do we do about this now? Yeah. You know, they're not taking the deal. Yeah. So, but that was just stupid to take it on herself. That was very, very stupid. Yeah. Um, Before we talk about the last kind of, obviously, Helen, which which was tonight's cliffhanger, um, 
you know what? I'm on a cliffhanger of my own. I don't know what the right term would be. But I want to know what you guys think at home of our after show. So uh, I'm on, we're on the edge of our seats. And uh, so we'll be waiting for you to rate and comment on iTunes. Um, so until you do, we'll, we'll be on the edge of our seats. Literally. I am on the edge of my seat. <laughs> literally. I am literally, yeah. So, um, <laughs> and hey, you know what? Just just with Valentine's Day coming up, may make us feel good, you know? Don't let us spend Valentine's Day alone without any iTunes comments to read. That's... Oh. Well, as long as they're nice comments. It's Valentine's Day. Hey, you know what? <laughs> yeah, we spent the last two weeks reading those really not-so-nice comments, which is okay, too. You know what? It's okay, too. How about, I'm going to be more vain than that. Give us five stars, and you can write the meanest comment you want. I really don't care as long as you give us five stars. How about that? That's a Valentine's present. That's right. I re- I don't even care. I don't even care if you like me or hate me. Just give me five stars. That's not true. That's, That's a bold true. statement right there. That's not true. He cares, guys. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Um, Never read your critics. <laughs> um. All right. Let's talk about Helen. We we all thought what a dumb move by, by Victoria. When she came into the office. But no, yes. we don't. No, Victoria's smart. <laughs> Unlike Emily, who does lame passwords, Victoria is smart. <laughs> Was it so smart to kill her in her own house, though? I just love that scene, though, where the body's there and the three of them are standing behind. I thought that was just such a perfect Grayson moment. Yes, Dead I think, body on the floor, the three of them behind. <laughs> I think it was smart and here's why. I think it's really going to bring this family back together again. And <laughs> Nothing like a dead body. Yeah, listen, you laugh, but I mean, she, we, when the, when the episode opened, close to the beginning anyway, I, you know, Victoria said, how long is this going to go on? You can't keep treating me like this. And, you know, Daniel was crabby pants with her and you know there's nothing like a dead body really to yeah, bring a family that's what I back felt. together that's what I felt like. it, was just, it was a beautiful family moment it, yeah dead it, body on the floor the three of them standing behind well, you, it was touching we all like this moment right <laughs> and go it. ahead I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you no but the, the moment of uh, go ahead when Conrad comes in you guys all like this moment yeah, yeah. with his first line I was gonna. Remember. I'll say. Well, when uh, it was like, what I like, what I think we all loved about it was mm. the fact that Conrad's like running in, mm. and uh, it's like a family with good news, right? Everyone's got <laughs> yeah. news, except yeah. it's not good news. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Me first. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's what made it funny. Like, yeah. hey, I have you know news about Amanda. Blah blah. blah. Why don't I go first? first yes. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. That was my favorite scene tonight. I so. have to say, I'll go first. <laughs> yeah. Um. And the irony is, this isn't the first time for this family. No. Right. You know, once, let's say every four or five years, this is a normal occurrence. Yes. We've gotten used to it. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, but obviously the complication will be, is was killing Helen a smart idea from Conrad's perspective? I don't think from Daniel and, and uh, Victoria's, but from Conrad's. I think it, it will be. You think it's going to be a smart? Smart? Did you say? You think? I, I I think I think he's he's going to be mad a little bit because you know now instead of blaming the initiative for a lot of the things he's going to blame Amanda and yes. so he's going to think think it a dumb move to have killed Helen. Helen, right? Because, but go. but they were still going to kill Daniel. Objectively, we know this, mm. but Conrad may not know. No, Helen said those words to Victoria. To Victoria. Yes, repeatedly to Victoria. Not Conrad. Uh, 
No, when they were still on good terms, she threatened that. They they were going to like reunite because to protect their son's life. Okay, but yeah. but but again, what I'm saying is you're you're seeing this from a bird's eye view, right? We're watching the show. I know. Imagine yourself in Conrad's shoes. I understand, but do you remember that earlier this season they reunited in order to protect their son, to save his life? But that to- goes out the window if Conrad thinks that a lot of this has to do with Amanda. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that that's true. I mean, because they, they did still directly threaten his life. And and it was obvious that they're setting him up for something real bad. You know, right. like moving the money and, uh, you know, that that's obvious that they're setting Daniel up. So from that point of view, wasn't it a good move? Although I'm sure there's, like I said, more from the initiative to come. But... Again, we can't, okay, we can't yeah, figure but, out yeah, if Padma Con- is good or bad. Right. So, and hold on. She might and, be running the initiative. <laughs> and a lot, of, a lot of what happened to the Graysons afterward, they were blaming on the initiative. But they mm. know that the initiative had a lot to do with setting them up. They know that. Oh, they, that's true. Yeah, that had nothing to do with Amanda. Right, that's yeah. The whole thing prior yeah, to Amanda Yeah, Amanda, Amanda didn't do that at eight years old, you no. know? But they think that they, yeah, so... So let me ask you this, though. If, if they obviously know what the initiative is capable of, and, but now, they now at least in Conrad's eyes, a lot of things that they've been doing, they thought were against the initiative or caused by the initiative was actually Amanda. And by doing this, they pissed off the initiative. How pissed off is Conrad and Amanda? Pretty, pretty pissed. Mm-hmm. Like right. a 10. Yeah. That's where I'm getting at. Ah. <laughs> uh. That was Anybody? exhausting getting there. That was exhausting getting there. <laughs> and how they're getting rid of the body. We didn't get to that point, but I guess they're what they're just gonna all drag it out. Uh, they have a they have a book for that. Yeah, they're like, like all right, system. Get, yeah. Getting rid of body, <laughs> Dead that was bodies. <laughs> yeah. Wiping up the floor. It's too bad they don't have Frank. Frank would you know I That's mean, right. They should have someone doing it, right? <laughs> yeah. Frank was the ultimate, but now they, they got their hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that, anything else that you guys would like to say about this amazing episode? No. Just general thoughts, anything, anything. I mean, I really love seeing Charlotte and Declan as parents. I think it's so precious. cute. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I only I'm like frightened. Declan with Charlotte. When Declan's just doing stuff on his own, I just, I just don't like him. I don't like, I don't <laughs> even uh, like him with, with Charlotte. Charlotte no. <laughs> But he's like rubbing her elbow, and oh, I'm like, yeah, stop, stop. Of, they're kind of cute together. I think she's she kind of makes him seem better. Mm. But when it's just when they weren't together, he just bugged me. Yeah, newsflash, <laughs> fellas, <laughs> ladies do not enjoy the elbow rub. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's tip. Yeah, don't Little do that. Valentine's tip. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the lead. Oh my goodness, Declan. All right. Well, but it is kind of cute that Charlotte's finding a family with them now. Like, yes. she doesn't feel she has a family with with her mother and Daniel and Conrad. So she's feeling like her family now is Jack and Declan and Amanda. Granted, she stepped up. Still not a good family to. Mm. Yeah, Charlotte, move away. <laughs> Far, far away. Oh, and we forgot to mention somebody tonight. Who do, who do we do? Ashley. Oh, Ashley. Slutty Ashley. Slutty Ashley. Why? Because she's always in the background. Listening. She's probably listening right now. She's yeah. probably right out there now. Ashley, come out. Yes. I love that line where the, she was with Conrad and Victoria walks in and says, oh, fully clothed. What a change. Yes. <laughs> that was very How cute. refreshing. How refreshing. Yeah. How refreshing, yes. That, that was very funny. So do you think her eavesdropping 
would lead to something? Because that was pretty obvious that she was listening. Was there some reason for that? Do you think? Uh, was there? Of course, there. Of course, there's yeah. a reason. Who's um, she gonna tell? <laughs> who's she gonna tell? Well, she tell. Who is she gonna tell? It's gonna benefit her. I don't. I don't yeah. know yet. Mm. What is the next move for? I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what goes through this girl's brain. Yes. But she. I mean, because she's an opportunist, and now there's is. Is there an opportunity by her knowing this about Conrad? You know, then she would say something to Conrad to try to help him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe knowing what that about Amanda, will she start figuring things out a bit more? Maybe Perhaps. she'll figure out who the real Amanda is. I don't know. Is she that's well, the real Amanda. Please stand up. Yes. <laughs> and with that, why don't we get into news? Because we're not going to come to any hard conclusions. Right. Afterbuzz TV news. All right, you lovely ladies have something. It's not very, <laughs> not very cohesive. I'm a bit no. tonight. <laughs> yeah, I just have like a really quick. Uh, Elle hosted a women in television event, uh, and and all the ladies from Revenge were there. All oh, the cool. all the Revenge ladies, and actually, our very own Maria Menounos was also was also look honored. So yeah. look at that. It all comes wow. together. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's nice. And we were, we were just discussing uh, what we could remember about um, Daniel, Josh Bowman's appearance on Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. He was. He had, a, he had a lovely interview. Really lovely. Yeah. And he was talking about his history as a rugby player. And he wasn't very good, apparently. No, apparently he was terrible. Yeah. He was a professional must be rugby better, player. Must be better than, than Polo. Remember him in his Polo <laughs> days on, on season one? No. That's how that's how the first date was set up between him and, and uh, Emily. Oh right, right. Yeah. But yeah, he was a rugby player, and then he had he had had several careers, right? Because he was a rugby player, he was a model, he's right? A, yeah. So he's yeah. done a few things. He's done a few careers. I I wish I wish that I could at least say I have had one career. Like, what does that mean? I've had multiple careers. <laughs> well, he's done a few things. Yeah. <laughs> Before landing into acting, I guess you would okay. say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he, he came over as very pleasant. Very right. Well, I could I could see that as a career. Most people who are starting to make it, they're like, yeah. I, I worked at a coffee shop. I don't think they'd call it a career. Oh, he was a professional rugby player. That's pretty serious. That is a, no, that's no, what I'm was, saying. He that. wasn't just playing in school. He was professional rugby. Yeah, but he wasn't He wasn't very good. They fired him pretty quickly, I guess. And <laughs> but to even get to that level, you would have had yeah, to, totally, yeah, totally. to be professional. He but he was injured. Really good. He was injured too much. Yeah. So they... Oh, was, he kept that's what sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but he was well, like, okay, let's yeah. keep going with this. And, and then I've got really vague news because I can't remember what it was, other than the fact that there is a new cast member coming in. Sorry about this, that it's I should a, it's know a, this better. It's and a it's sibling. got something to do with Emily, yes. A past sibling or a past, uh, a step, I think it had step in it. Step, step sibling. sibling. Yes. We'll go with step sibling. Yes, uh, that's, that's the best I can do is what I can remember. Sorry. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, so with that, we move into predictions for the and now, climax. Emily ends up on the boat. How does she end up on the know, boat? That, what that, the hell is going on? The, that, that teaser's left me ter- terribly confused, the teaser for next week. I don't know what's going on. But terribly excited. But yeah, it could be anything. Um, but the boat blows up. We know that. But which boat? Oh, where? Known that maybe for it's another boat. Weeks. <laughs> we've known that forever. But maybe it's another boat. Was it that boat? <laughs> and, I don't know. And obviously it all comes to a head for Emily. Like, you know, it's, it's she stands to lose a lot. Well, cost her everything. <laughs> By the way, the people who write these 
30, 60 second spots are really good at what they do. <laughs> so it might be nothing. It might be. I just, you know, just so we don't get over excited. Exactly. I just want to say, you know, you know they're good at cutting them together. They are. Yeah. You know, what I hope I hope they're like really terrible writers that really good people hire the, and they're like trying to tell a story, but they're so bad at it <laughs> that whatever they put together is just absolutely horrible. But obviously, it works and it gets everyone to. That's yeah. I would love that. Yeah, that happens with a lot of movies. You know, you go. They give you the movie trailer, and you're like, oh, I really want to see that. It looks yeah. so good. And, and you like, see the movie, and you're like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It looked awesome. What well, happened? Editing is amazing what you can do. It does not happen with revenge, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, man. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I never know. Padma, is she good? Is she bad? I mean, Jesus. I don't I don't trust her. Uh, I don't trust her. I don't know. know. We got to get rid of this dead body. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say she's bad. I'm going to say they're going to have no problem getting rid of the body, but there are going to be some questions about to where Helen Crowley is. I'm going to say they get uh, they get Emily on the boat. Because, I don't know. It might be something as simple as a cell phone working. Why would Emily be on the boat? Are they still? You know what? I couldn't tell, though. Were they out to sea or were they back at dock when the they boat were, blew up? That's the only thing I couldn't tell. I think they were a little. I mean. Didn't I look quite look like it was at sea. I might be wrong. Could it be back at the? Could this happen back at the dock? Well, no one knows. I don't know. I don't know. But we are as excellent as this. Mm. As, yeah, well, that guy's got to get off, right? No, yeah. I mean, there's I no way the thing's going to blow up with him on it, Nate. <laughs> right. So. Right. Yeah, he's got to get off somewhere, and I don't know how they're able. I mean, that boat's pretty small. It's not like a yacht, mm. so. I don't know how they're... They're so in love. How did they not notice yeah. him there? Didn't they, like, load a bag or anything? <laughs> I mean... I, yeah. What? They just... Yeah. yeah. How is Nate able to, like, creep around there? Exactly. Maybe he scuba dived. <laughs> landed on the boat. Maybe. Questions we all have that need to be answered that we'll find out next week. But until then, you can uh, tweet us at AfterBuzzTV. We have an Instagram. That's AfterBuzzTV yet again. We've got an Instagram now. That's Ooh, right. I love Instagram. That's right. And uh, well, what is your Instagram? My Instagram and Twitter are at Catherine Tulich, K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-T-U-L-I-C-H. <laughs> and I'm Anna Koppel. You can follow me at Koppel for Mayor, K-O-P-P-E-L-F-O-R-M-A-Y-O-R. Yes. So chat with us off air, but online. And until then, until next week, we're going to sign off for this week. I got to work on my end. <laughs> yeah, it's good. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.